Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Journey with Rhonda and Kalia. This is a space that we've created, two good girlfriends who get together to talk and just reflect on the many experiences that we have in life. So welcome. We are glad that you're here. If you're joining for the first time, uh, we hope that you stay and, and that you will continue to listen to us. And if you've been here before, and if it's your first time, we want you to subscribe so that every time we have a new episode, you'll get a little ping on your device to let you know that we have something new to share with you. So please subscribe. And while you're there subscribing, we would love for you to rate this podcast. Tell us what you think and just, just spend a moment there letting us know and giving us some feedback. If you want to then take it another step further, we would love for you to connect with us on social media as well. We are on Instagram and you can find us at the journey underscore RK. And on Facebook, you can reach us at thejourney.rk. So both really easy. Search for us and you'll find us. Um, and we would love to engage with you. So today, um, we're excited. We're talking about our husbands again. So if you've listened to our earlier episodes, we started a series on relationships and, and we talked about how one of those really important relationships to, to both of us is the relationship with our husbands. And so we're going to take a little bit of a different spin on it. Um, we, we've had fun, I think, talking about our husbands, both on the podcast and then in real life <laughs> when we talk to one another. But today we want to talk about our husbands as our partners in parenting. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that'll be an interesting way to just dive into um, the way that we navigate this, this life together as, as parents of two boys each. And so with that, I'm going to ask you, Kalia, just to kick us off, really generally speaking, um, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit of what it's like being a partner with your husband on this parenting journey. Absolutely. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for listening in. Hello to you, Rhonda. It's great to be back on here with you and to have this conversation. Um, always love our time together. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about it. So this whole uh, journey of partnering <laughs> as parents with my husband. So it's been a journey. Let's say that it has been a journey. We've been doing it since um, our five-year-old Thomas and uh, we've learned so much. I will say it, it's, it has had its ups and downs because we've had to learn who we are um, just as individuals. So I've had to figure out and at least start to learn and discover who I am as mom. And he's had to figure out and start to learn and discover who he is as dad. And then we've had to figure out how that comes together. Um, and so what I have learned and both of us have really examined and seen um, over the time of our, our short time, brief time of parenting is how a lot of the, the parenting that we received um, shows up in what we do. And then how it, it's either like, yes, we want to continue this or no, we don't. Mm -hmm. But we had two very different sets of parents because we're two very different people, right? And so there's this way of um, bringing all of that together that we've had to learn how to do. I think we have grown nicely into this space of um, 
appreciating each other's strengths in this parenting journey mm-hmm. and can celebrate that and, and knowing, um, I won't really say knowing our roles because there's just this really nice give and take in the ebb and flow of life. And when one is busy, the other jumps in, when we both have downtime, we both kind of show up in very special ways for our boys. Um, and it's just been really nice to see us grow into that. I -hmm. think it's going to change every stage that the boys go through because it's changed now. And so how we partnered when they were infants is very different to how we're partnering now um, with, you know, with preschoolers, right. Or a a pre-K and and a preschooler. And it will change even as we move forward. When we think of all the different things of um, how we want them to grow. I also have found, um, the refreshing points of connection where, uh, where, where, where we may have not really talked about it, um, or didn't know like, Hey, how do I kind of say, this is what I really, really want. Um, and, and, you know, how do, how do I say that when I don't even know what I really want? And so when you start to come into articulating like, Oh, I really want to create this space where, you know, my children learn early about agency and their voice and how much it matters. And like just this immediate connection of like, it it shows up and we're both doing it and it's not even a conversation. It's just so nice to be like, oh, we are on the same page and didn't even have to talk about, we didn't have to have a family meeting about how we're going to instill this in our children. It's just something that we both value and believe in to just remind us um, that we are on the same page and that's how our love shows up in those spaces when we are are, um, are meeting together and connecting with our kids. Yeah, that's really good. I love um, that refreshing points of, of connection. Um, so a lot of what you've said resonates for me. So we, we have been co-parenting on this journey <laughs> Um, for a little bit longer. So, you know, going on 14 years now, which is so crazy to say, even um, to this day, <laughs> um, but almost 14 years. And the, the thing I resonate the most with what you said was the ever-changing nature of just the dynamic of our, our, our parenting styles, mm-hmm. our, how our relationship has changed around um, with each child and how that's been different and been at different stages, depending on where the boys were and kind of what they were going through, but then also how that's connected and changed by what we had going on in life. So the parenting journey, when we were um, at a church and, mm-hmm. and the pastor of a church was a different type of parenting journey than it is today. I will say, um, and this has been so refreshing about the pandemic in some ways, I feel like with the pandemic, like we have hit our stride. <laughs> we are like jamming on I love it. how this thing is working. And I know that it will change, but I think that there, as much as the pandemic has been just awful and disruptive and none of us wants to have gone through any of this, mm-hmm. I will say that we have one as a unit being in a city where we were new and, and did not necessarily get a chance to develop a ton of 
deep relationships yet because we had not been here that long. Mm -hmm. We've had to rely on one another and navigate some things in the home around who is going to take care of virtual learning today for this one when we both have this thing going on or whose thing is going to take priority. And so I think we found a really nice way to, to kind of figure that out together. Yep. Um, and, and so it's been interesting to watch how I think we've really started to gel um, in a way that is just different than the way we have in the past. I think we've always been really good partners. Um, honestly, I think that the times, even when times in our marriage might be tougher than others and mm-hmm. go through your ebbs and flows in marriage, what always keeps me like grounded and connected is, okay, this man right here is a damn good father. Like he is Mm -hmm. killing this fatherhood game. He shows up for his kids in so many different ways. He's so intentional. Um, And it's, it's something that it does not matter how annoyed I may be with him on any given day and how annoyed he may be with me mm-hmm. on any given day. When it comes to these children, we just, we are on the same page. We yeah. are um, both grounded in a set of values that are, ex- that are spoken and unspoken. And I think it was really interesting. That's why I liked what you said about this refreshing point of connection, because a lot of times you're not necessarily sitting down and having a family meeting or saying, this is the the thing that I think is really important as we begin to talk about high school. Um, Mm -hmm. Although we have had that conversation for sure. A lot of times it's just like, it just it's very clear that we are just grounded in the same set of values. We don't do things the exact same way, but Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, we have the same values. We want generally speaking without the specifics of career or, you know, aspirations in life, we have the same desires for our kids and the kinds of people that we want them to be and the way that we want them to conduct themselves and, and sort of show up in this world. And that is, um, it is one of the most endearing parts of our marriage, to be perfectly honest with you. I love watching my husband as dad. It mm-hmm. is it is amazing um, to watch him and then to watch him grow because you don't always get to reflect on your own growth as a mother because you're doing it every day. That's right. And you might take an opportunity to say, oh, you know, I did this a little bit different than I did, you know, with Cameron, I did this one way and with Charles, I did it another way and it mm-hmm. represented some growth. I don't think we get to always see that and truly reflect on that. But I think with our husbands, I see it, right? Like, I'm like, oh, this was, this was different. And that was good. Like a good different, like, oh, that's what I've been praying for. Okay, God, I see how you delivered, like, right. Came through. Um, So anyways, it's been, um, it's, it's been great. We have just a really, really really strong partnership that I am so grateful for. I really try not to take it for granted. I know that I do Mm -hmm. um, at times, right? Because it's sort of the easiest thing to take for granted because 
you love each other and you're committed to one another. That's right. And you see them every day and you know, you pray that it's, they're still going to be there every day. But so it is easy to take for granted, but I have been trying to just be more intentional about even pointing out things or thanking him or acknowledging, Mm -hmm. even if they are the things that you're not necessarily because you're being a father. It's like not giving you a fatherhood medal per se, right. but it is acknowledging like you're, you're doing your thing when That's it right. comes to being a dad, you're a great dad. Oh, I love the way that you did this for him. And it's not, it's not being fake. It's not, you know, trying to be inauthentic. It's yep. just like, Hey, I want to acknowledge and lift you up because you could be doing other things and not being as intentional. And so I want to let you know that I appreciate you. So that's something that I've been working on that I've been trying to do more of. Um, And and so I'm a work in progress too. So hopefully that'll be something (laughs) that I, that, that, uh, that I would hope that he would say that he feels appreciated um, in his role, both as husband, but also as as dad and as partner um, along the parenting journey. Listen, I, so I think that is so good because I, I feel like um, along the way, I've kind of witnessed two different ends of this um, spectrum of expectations mm. from fathers, particularly when you're talking about Black fathers. And so it's either uh, the father who's not there or not participating or, or not as engaged or not as involved for whatever reason, right? So there's that piece. And then, or there's the, uh, the, the, the posture of like, well, yeah, you're dad, you should be doing it. Like, and, and just kind of leaving it there. And so I think there, there has to be somewhere in between this, like, yes, you are dad. Yes. The expectation is that you kind of show up and you, you know, you do this, this thing and these things and you love and you're there and you support and you help rear these children in this partnership but be celebrated for it. Right. And so like just getting out of the culture where we take everything that we do and each other for granted and just like stopping and celebrating and, and doing that in a truly authentic way that for some might feel very uncomfortable when you first start doing it, because that might not be the norm Mm -hmm. of, of your relationship. But I think there's something so special when we're able to do that and not kind of just have this like, oh yeah, yeah, you're dad. You're, you're expected to show up to every soccer game and all that, but it's like, yo, the way you came in and showed up and coached and did this or did, you know, whatever it is, or, you know, the way you went and just really held him when he had that meltdown over, you know, the broken pencil tip when he was trying (laughs) to write his name, like whatever it is. It's just being able to articulate that. And that alone in the partnership strengthens our connection. That celebrating and acknowledging the good just connects one another even more. It's so that is so good. And I, I love that you call that out because I do think that we do find ourselves really at opposite ends there. And it's hard for people to navigate that space. Like there, it feels almost unnatural to acknowledge somebody for doing the things that we expect. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think if we reflect back, even as mothers, like who doesn't like to be told by uh, her child, by her partner, by a good friend, by a casual observer, right? Mm -hmm. Anybody 
oh my gosh, like you're, you're doing a great job because you don't always, you don't experience that yourself. And sometimes motherhood and and parenthood can feel like a thankless job. Mm -hmm. And so why wouldn't I lift you up for something that I'm acknowledging that you're doing that I believe is contributing to our children, children being complete and whole beings, right? Like Mm -hmm. that is, (laughs) why would I not do that? And I think part of that for me just came with my own growth and maturity. So I know that in the early stages of this partnership is, or, or parenting, uh, this parenting partnership with my husband in the early years, I think I was definitely still navigating, okay, but he should do these things. And I had expectations about what I wanted him to do or how I wanted him to do that. If, mm-hmm. if I'm being really honest, mm-hmm. um, which I want to do in this space, um, we have to, yeah, is, yes. is that I, I, I definitely held on to not only do I want you to do a certain thing, but I, I won't tell you necessarily, but I probably have mm-hmm. an expectation of how it should get done. So some of me being able to be in this space where I'm just appreciating you showing up in the way that you do in the lives of these kids also came with me having to release you from my own expectations of how you do things. That's because right. it's not about me. Like my, I believe strongly that your kids need to experience, um, how different people show up for them, how different people love them. Um, and if I'm sort of off on the side, trying to navigate and orchestrate how you show up (laughs) and Mm -hmm. how you do that, according to my expectations, then my kids are not going to experience you in the way that they, they should. And so that, you know, I, I don't think that that was something I struggled with, for all of our parenting journey by any means. But if I'm really being honest and reflective, that is something that I probably struggled with in the earlier years. Because again, I'm also trying to figure out how to be a mom, how to show up as mom. And I know how I do things. Mm -hmm. And I know that these things work. And so I just, that's how I want it all to go. And that is not realistic. (laughs) At all, right? Not the way life should go. That is not how your kids should experience the That's world, right? right? Yeah. And so, um, so I'm grateful that I was able to release myself and him, right? Unbeknownst to him, probably that there were even these expectations. That's right. Well, I think we all carry there. them. Like we yeah. carry these expectations, and I laugh when you said it because I can remember those moments of like. Mm, but no, really, you should dress him in that because we're going here and, you know, like the little things you have. And there have just been moments where I've had to check my own self and and just remember like in both of my, during both of my pregnancies, you know, one of my prayers really was, you know, God, let these children have the best of both of us. Uh, and and so, you know, the, the things, God, that you have placed in me, that's the best of me. And the things you placed in, in Damon, that's the best of Damon. Like, let that be, let them get that. Um, yeah, and, that's good. And so it's like, well, well, does that stop in that prayer? 
when they are in, in, in my womb. And then when they are actually here, I'm no longer seeking them to get the best of who we are, or, or am I just seeking them to get the best of me? And then the best version of what he's going to present according to what I think he should present, right? How insane is that thought process? And so it's kind of like, well, they're going to get the best of him, but you got to back up and let him be the best of who he is and learn that so they can learn it from him. Right. And so there's that, that whole convicting piece. And it's just, and when you do it, like when I've done it and just step back Mm -hmm. the way I have just seen him blossom into dad to these boys in the fullness of who he is and and, and even just watching him wrestle with how to show up is even a beautiful thing, but I'm also, I'm the crazy, I find beauty in process. So like (laughs) the good, the bad, the ugly, I think it's all just beautiful because it's all a part of the making, right? It is. So I'm, as you were talking, I was just smiling because I just had like a very recent kind of recollection about how beautiful it is when you really do. And it's not even in this particular example, it's not about me stepping back to, to sort of let him have his space, but it, it is about how um, the boys develop their own sort of, we have our own like family things we do, the boys and dad, because we split. So our, our deal is every day, um, in the be- well, in the beginning of the week, we check calendars to see who's dropping off, who's picking up. That mm-hmm. is just our practice. That's right. So we split that every day, unless somebody has something going on where, you know, maybe one day he's picking up and dropping off or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But usually one is doing one, you know, one part of the pick, one part of the day and the other's doing the other. And so we were all together on maybe like a few Saturdays ago. <laughs> it reminded me, like I was in the car with them. So in his car, the boys are in there. We're driving to soccer. And they, I was like, oh, they have a whole routine in the morning. Like, so their whole soundtrack. So they listen to Fight the Power. Cameron knows. All, it's the clean version, everybody. So <laughs> all the curses. But they... It's like a whole vibe in the car. And I was like, I feel kind of like an outsider because (laughs) they have this thing. And it's such a simple, like it's a driving to school with songs that they, that they both, that they all three of them love and they've bonded over. And it just filled me up because, well, one, I did feel like an outsider. I was like, I don't even know all the lyrics to this song. And I'm, you know, almost 44 years old. Right. But it was just a reminder that, like, it is so beautiful for them to have their time and their traditions Mm -hmm. with him. It is wonderful for us to do our thing in the morning or whenever we're just with the boys. It's wonderful for us to create what we all do together as a family. And then each of us, each parent with each of the boys. And so all of these different experiences that can happen and be developed inside of the same house Mm -hmm. um, has really fascinated me. And I've just really enjoyed it. And I think that it becomes even more interesting and even more fun as the kids get older. That's right. right. So, you know, Cameron's at an age now where, 
you know, he's still obviously young, five years old, but he's like a little old man. So whenever we go places and we, you know, now are able to get on the road a little bit more, it's just like these four people who have their own little personalities just hanging out together and and, and just being able to enjoy that. So it's been, um, it's been fun partnering with it. Charles on this journey. I, I am, I am thoroughly, I have enjoyed it. I'm thoroughly enjoying it and really excited about what is next? Because I feel like we're embarking on, you know, we're going to be embarking on high school in another year, which is the whole That's thing. A, and then yes. Right. Like, I mean, camera's still going to be in elementary school. So <laughs> he'll eventually <laughs> embark on. He'll get there. Year. Right. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so it's, it's been good to, to have all of these phases of, of the partnership with, um, with my husband, on this journey. Yeah. I love that. So tell me, what have you learned about your husband um, as a partner in this parenting journey? Mm. Oh, wow. So I think so many things. So I think I have learned that Charles is very intentional when with raising these children. And I was slow to say that because I think sometimes when we say intentional, sometimes we also mean vocal about it. So Mm -hmm. because you have intention, I know what those things are. And it's not necessarily the case. It just means that everything that you do is for a reason. So I take you here. I show you how to do this thing. I introduce you to these people. I have you in this group getting you exposed to these things because they all are part of what I want to shape you to be, who I want to shape you to be. And I don't, I am, I'm not a man, I'm not a black man. And so his, his unique perspective and lens um, is obviously um, so important and is part of who he is and how it shapes his intentionality with the boys. Mm -hmm. But because I think I think the pandemic has slowed us all down, slowed me down for sure that I'm actually sitting back and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is why you did this. This is why you order these kids a Jackie Robinson jersey every time they need a new size, right? Mm. Like you might not buy any, you don't buy any other clothes in this house, right? (laughs) But that you don't the the underwear changes the new undershirts socks mm-mm, mm-mm. well sometimes he'll get socks but you don't necessarily do those things but you're really like you're trying to you're not just buying them clothes you're buying them this piece because of what this person represents to them and that's just a small example but mm-hmm. it's a reminder that he's intentional and um and I, I really, I just appreciate it in a new way mm-hmm. um, than I think, and I think I'm paying attention to it more now than I have in the past. Mm, I love so, that. So how about you? What would you say um, has been one of your biggest learnings about uh, my friend, Damon? <laughs> uh, so, oh, wow, there's been a few. I will say the biggest one is... Um, I don't know that it's a brand new discovery. Uh, but it is definitely 
magnified a hundred times over uh, since we've been partnering as parents. And it is his commitment to our just the future commitment to Mm. the long-term stability of our family. And I am blown away at how at five and three, Damon is already thinking about when they're 30 and 27 or, you know, and 28 or, or when they are in their um, forties, he's already processing the legacy that we're able to hand over to them and thinking through how do we set them up in a way that really does set them up for success in whatever mm-hmm. way success is going to show up for them, but that they don't have to struggle. Right. And so, you know, my husband's, he's the finance guy. So he's thinking about like, let's think about what, what, what asset do we turn over to them? Like, can, can we, when they're done have property that we say, Hey, if you all are staying here, this is your home and just right. kind of ways that he can set them up. And so he thinks about it now and strategically plans. And um, I think a lot of times things keep him up at night as he's just kind of processing. Mm -hmm. And that is such an, um, that's his love language, right? That's an expression of his love. And I've always known, um, and one of the reasons I, I fell in love with him is just this loyalty and commitment that he has and he just displays to everyone who he loves Mm -hmm. um but it's just been just such a beautiful thing to see um how deep it runs for these Mm. boys and how much he can see where they're going and he can see how what he does today really can help and make um make it for them in the future and we laugh and joke and are like, yeah, they're not going to appreciate it probably until like they have kids. And then they look back like, man, you know, our parents really set us up and they're like, but it doesn't matter. We still right. do it. And, and I, was like, I believe they're going to appreciate it a whole lot sooner than that, just because it's just this wonderful depth of, um, of love of a display of like, I want the best for my children, for my family, and everything I do today is going to gear toward that. And it's just everything centers and exists around in his world, like exists around this unit. And you know, whatever he's doing, he has them in mind. And it's just such a sweet thing to see. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So I got goosebumps as you were talking. Um, I, I think that's, I think that's amazing. And I think that can absolutely be something we pick up on in another conversation because I, I, there's so many layers to what yep. you just said. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that you call that out about him. I, I do think that that's something, um, something very special. So that was good. Good. Okay. Well, we're not going to hold each other long. Yes. Um, this has been really good. Just talking about our husbands as partners in this, um, this, this parenting 
journey. And as we close out, I actually want, as we were talking about it, I thought about this quote that I remember, um, and I had to Google it real quick to make sure I had it right. Um, I remember from JFK actually about partnership that I just always loved. And so I want to just read it really, really short quote as we close out. So for all of you who are listening, I just ask you to just center yourself in Take a deep breath in and to exhale and to hear this quote that simply says, partnership is not a posture, but a process, a continuous process that grows stronger each year as we devote ourselves to common tasks. So today we've talked about our partnership in parenting with our husbands, but I think that applies to any partnership as we um, look in the different ways in which we partner to people that it is not necessarily a posture, but it is a continuous process as we devote ourselves to common tasks. And so may we continually give the fullness of who we are in that devotion in these partnerships. Thank you for listening to The Journey. We look forward to connecting with you next time. 